0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. After our triumphant result against Liverpool, where we heroically slumped to a three-two defeat, there's 33 points to play for. Jim Grant reckons we can get all 33 points and finish comfortably mid-table. I disagree. More of that on the show. Is Lucas Fabianski the worst goalkeeper we've ever had after his catastrophic blunder against Liverpool? Jim Grant thinks so. I think give him time. Give him time. This is Stop Hammer Time. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name's Phil Whelans. Joining me this week are uh, Jim Grant. Good hi, Jim. evening. Hello, Jim. Uh, uh, controversial views you expressed in the, uh, yes. the section before yeah. of this particular one. Yes. Yeah. Also uh, joining us this week, uh, it's uh, a stand-up comedian uh, who works not only across this country but globally—a a globe-trotting, a globe-trotting award-winning comedian. Jim, do you know who it is? Jim, do you know who? No. He's just opposite. <laughs> sitting just opposite, just opposite <laughs> well,
1: I can see him. He's just opposite. I can see opposite. him. Can see oh, him.
0: Do, you, do you? know who? I he is? don't actually yeah. know who. <laughs> Early onset dementia sorry. is a problem that uh, really Jim, was, Jim was introduced. <laughs> uh, not fair. It is, of course, Kevin J.
2: Alan hey, Kevin. how are you? Good, how are you? I won't hold it against you, Jim, don't worry. That's no, very kind. kind A lot of you. people don't know me, to be fair.
0: You've played the O2? Yes. In what context did you play the O2? That's amazing. Um, on stage. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What um, was the gig?
2: Not um, headlining, sure. No, I didn't headline, no. no. No, no, there was a headline comedian and I was a support act. Wow, who yeah, was that comedian? So His name's Eddie Caddy. Right, who's uh, quite a niche comedian. Yeah, right, I haven't Af- heard of him either. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a real niche we're uncovering ah, here. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so yeah, support act for him at the, at the O2. It's pretty cool.
0: You've done a lot of gigs on the uh, black comedy scene. Yes, and I'm about to. For people listening, um, uh, I don't know how to break this to you, but you're 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 not you're not black.
2: No. Not to, oh, you break it to me, or yeah, to the audience, yeah, to to you? Oh, to, to me? You. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's time yeah. Time you knew. No, no, thank you for letting um, me know. How is that? Um, I was in
0: a double act on the comedy circuit uh, uh, in the sort of 90s, and yes. uh, it was it was interesting that that, that there was this kind of um, you know comedy scene that's in basements of pubs and rooms behind pubs and so. And there's the whole other scene with the kind of real McCoy types yeah. like Curtis and Ishmael yeah. and Angela, Ma- Angela Ma and Felix. All playing like the Hackney Empire, and uh, some big gigs going on at the Apollo, and it's a very separate. You know, the two; those two things never really met and crossed over. When I when I was on the circuit, there was just very few sort of uh, black acts on the circuit. It was a very sort of white indie circuit, which was interesting, and I thought a shame. You know, there were we had Felix, Sheila Hyde, um, Junior. Rudy Liquid, um, Simon uh, Clayton. Mm-hmm. But there weren't many, sort of, at the time. Yeah. And it's an interesting, that sort of weird... That it's an interesting division, because the sort of black scene is huge.
2: yeah. Yeah, huge. yeah. Those the yeah. um,
0: Empire gigs, the Two Nine One Club, it was called. Yeah, in, it was uh, the Two Nine One. Yeah, yeah. Those gigs were fucking enormous. Yeah. And it was re- it was sort of interesting. And you know, I met and worked with Felix and Curtis co- uh, quite a lot. I worked on a TV show for Jocelyn uh, yeah. with Curtis. Uh, which he myself and Curtis Walker wrote a few things for it. But it was interesting that lack of sort of cross fertilisation between that two se- those two scenes. How did you get into sort of being part of that scene?
2: So I started stand up and was just performing at all different gigs. Yeah. Um, and I think it's like any career You've, If you're quite good at something you, mm-hmm. know, you might start out as an apprentice But if you show a bit of flair in yeah. finance You're probably yeah. going to gravitate towards the finance department yeah. um, So as a, I started out doing gigs everywhere And then I, when you're first doing comedy It's really hard to get a gig So sometimes mm-hmm. yeah, I would yeah. just rock up at an open poetry night yeah, yeah, pretend to be a poet just to get some stage time. Some stage and then, time, yeah. um, So I, I went to a black comedy club and I was just spoke to the pair and was like, I really want to jump on. And he was mm. like, are you, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. well, why not? He was like, because well, you're not black. And I was like, well, yeah, it know not matter. Let me just go on and like, I'll yeah, perform. Yeah, yeah. And I went on and I started performing, started speaking about where I grew up. Um, I grew up on a council estate. We were the only white family that lived on our council estate. Yeah, yeah. So straight away, I was able to kind of speak to that nuance of yeah, being yeah. the white. I've been, I've been the only white guy in in, yeah, in the room yeah. of black people at school or where I grew up. So I just kind of tapped into that. Yeah. And then everyone was like, whoa, like mind blown. Like, you know, fish out of water, essentially. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of black comedians that perform to yeah. all white audiences and just do fish out of water. This is what it's yeah. like for me. Oh, I bet, I bet you didn't realize yeah, exactly course. the same thing the other way around. Yeah. And kind of the gigs have just started happening and more and more and 10 years later i've done the o2 and hackney empire and I, do, I perform on the black circuit yeah great yeah. interesting mm. interesting
0: more later yes we have two games of football to talk about very importantly mm. uh uh jim a week ago do you remember yes, a week, a week ago, ago you and i <laughs> spent a total of about 15 hours yeah, in, yeah. In a we, car. we we got to know the inside of my car very well we did we did <laughs> yes yeah in a way, I've uh, now I've now got sort of Stockholm syndrome, and I, I want to be back in your car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was, good. was So there was that, uh, yeah. and uh, there was a Liverpool game. So essentially, there was our our workmanlike, our solid, uh, professional, organised defeat. To Manchester it City, was really worked...
1: defeat, good, good, it? Yeah, it was a really regulation defeat, wasn't it? It was like you know, we did all the basics right yeah, yeah. in terms of
0: losing. Uh, a game, and then then there was our life-affirming, heart-warming, uplifting defeat. Yeah, that was that was Liverpool.
1: that was a heroic defeat. That was the kind of the kind of defeat that, that that takes you back. We've lost down in lane. every
0: we've <laughs> lost in every conceivable way yeah. you could lose. Yeah, 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 but a, a yeah. huge. If you are going to lose, moment. lose differently. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, is the message. Um, by way of talking about the city game, uh, I don't know if 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 the camera has really caught it. Uh, in, in, in the moment, but right in front of us, quite late on in the game, um, uh, Jared Bowen had come on and was you know uh, trying to make space, trying trying to make runs and stuff and uh, The ball came into him from our left flank and he put it back out uh, for a cross and The opposite happened to what happens in a horror film where where the sort of blonde heroine in a horror film sort of closes a mirrored bathroom door and there's a, a figure standing behind her in the mirror and she jumps and screams... Jared Bowen literally jumped and his face registered shock yes. when he passed the ball outwards uh, and no one ran onto <laughs> it. Nobody. Because uh, Masuaka had passed the ball to Bowen and then just stopped in, running. In, in what
1: appeared to be the first element of a give
0: and go. Yeah. And yeah. The, the, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. It was yeah. so
1: obvious. The Even the most basic yeah. schoolboy yeah. would have yeah. moved. Uh, but
0: and yeah, and, Bowen just, and sp- stood there and admired yeah. his pass. And Bowen. The the look of shock on his face was like a sort of blonde woman in a horror movie screaming when there's someone standing in the reflection of the mirror. He just couldn't believe it, and you're like... Welcome to West Ham. It was the ultimate welcome, welcome to, to West, West Ham. Ham moment. It, it really was. It was just like, it was, it was obviously yeah. like at every football club I've ever played at, from school upwards, if I pass the ball, you know, if, yep. if a ball comes into me from like someone on the left flank, running up the left flank, they'll carry their run on and expect it to come back. Um, Masuaku sort of just stopped and began yeah. like doing a Sudoku <laughs> or something <laughs> instead of continuing to play football. And you just went, oh, it's such a kind of.
1: Oh, it was. It summed it all up. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, the twenty or so minutes we've seen of Bowen have uh, quite excited me because I think you know he's lively and he's quick and he and he clearly wants to wants to wants to do stuff and make a name for himself, and he's he's got. Um, you know he's got a skill set that we we haven't had for a while. He runs in behind. He's kind of, he's kind of nippy. He's a pest. Yeah. yeah what did you I, make? You
0: know. I didn't see the I didn't see the game on uh, Monday. So what did you think?
2: I, Ed? I think it was a gr- a great opportunity missed to start him in both games. Yeah. I think yeah, you've yeah, brought yeah. him in. Yeah. You've signed him because you know he's t- a talent. Two games that we essentially. Knew we weren't probably going to win. Yeah, yeah. Why not just give him a go? Just put him out and yeah. let him let him start both games and put some a bit of faith and a bit of confidence in yeah, him to go. We've yes, signed you. Yeah. We're going to start you yeah. against the two big boys. Make a name for yourself, lad. Premier, uh, Premier League debut, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, you're going to your two first get ga- Your first two games yeah. for West Ham are going to be uh, two huge. Clubs. I mean, there are
1: two. Yeah, I totally agree. And I just think totally he agree.
2: the opportunity that he had in both games. I don't necessarily think he did as well in at the City game, but definitely coming on against Liverpool, yeah. he was a live well, yeah. He went in behind. You I
1: I, felt, I mean he was really busy off the ball yeah. in the City game you don't always did no, you go to the game no or you, go, yeah, watching, so, yeah. and it's
2: one of those things isn't it
1: where you you know when, it's why one likes to go to games because you see the whole pitch the and you see yeah. a yeah. lot of the stuff that happens off the ball um, and I felt you know he was he was he was just busy and making runs and yeah. looking to make runs and looking to mm. sort of bend a run and get in behind defenders and it was you know I think he's a nuisance I've watched you know the few bits of I've seen him in yeah. that hull He's a pest. He you look that way, yeah. yeah. He's I've an seen, irritating too. player yeah. to play against. Yeah. And um, you know, I th- yeah, we have I mean we we are absolutely nothing to lose.
0: Uh, one of the last strikers, of the season, aren't we? One of the <laughs> last strikers we had that uh was a bit like that, that was a pest that made that sort of tried to make life difficult for central defenders was Sacco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sacco yeah. had that thing of like I'm going to make your life difficult whether I'm scoring goals or not. And he would make kind of like ghost runs to try and take defenders away from where things were happening and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, we're hoping for a bit of that from Bowen. I mean... um, you know, Outovich is sort of too big to sort of suddenly ghost away. I yeah. think central defenders knew exactly where he was all the time. But he was still very good at slipping away from a central defender. But, but yeah, Bowen had that thing that Sacco had slightly, it was just being a nuisance. Just, yeah, yeah, you know, just, you know doing unpredictable things yeah. that would sort of...
1: Um, um, should, we, should we talk about City? Should we get the City yeah. over
0: with? I mean, it... it I mean, Moyes has, has, you know, rather graciously said that I've inherited a better squad than I inherited when when I did it last time. I think that's completely wrong. I mean, I think this squad is just dysfunctional Mm. and there's, you know... Allaire and Anderson are just... You know, Allaire is now not starting. Our £45 million pound striker yeah. uh, is not starting. Yeah, no, no way is he, no way is he better
1: than Arnautovic. No, so, no. Anderson,
0: know you know, way. there's... Players Players are not playing as well as they were. There's a little bit of a can't-do attitude. Mm-hmm. So, so, when he made that team selection for City, it was... The, a set of the most kind of meat and potatoes players. And there was a little bit what felt like... Sam Allardyce had a, seemed to have a philosophy of, like, if you want some real graft, pick your most ordinary footballers. Yeah. You know, I used to call it, rather unkindly, ugly girlfriend mm. uh, syndrome, and the ugly girlfriends will try harder. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know... I don't believe that. I think your flair players can dig you out of a hole. You know, you don't need your grafters to dig I, you
2: out. I of I agree with Allardyce on that, but I think you need to have position players playing in their in their positions for mm. that to work. I think mm. he's gone for his most ordinary players, but playing them not in their most uh, preferred positions. So you've got you know the three in midfield three defensive midfielders, you're overloading the midfield yeah. in, with defensive midfielders. So they can't all be, you know, playing in a way that allows them to be at their best, in my opinion. I think yeah, you need think someone true. in there that, that, that is that outlet. And I think yeah. with a Lanzini in there or a Fornaus or Anderson, despite yeah. their lack of form... It gives it a different dynamic different dimension. For, for, uh, for the other two. When you've got three in there, it's too many of them looking at each other, going, "Are we? Who's going? Are yeah. We all sit Are we?"
0: I think I, I think that's a real problem. I mean, that my my new sort of mantra for this season is is despite the fact that we like them both individually, I'm not sure that Noble and Rice play all that well together. Mm. You know, I, I think I don't think they've mm. got that uh, sort of rapport that. That are, that are well-drilled sort of central pairing who've got good instincts for what the other one does. Yeah. I don't think they've got that. I think Noble just basically plays like he's got a free role the whole game. And I think Rice, possibly, you know, because of his enthusiasm, he wants to sort of get forward as well. And they haven't really yet developed a system of one will, go, one will replace the other one while the other sort of goes walkabout. So quite often there's a massive hole in the centre of our midfield. Yeah. And also that is that thing, you've got three people doing two players' jobs. Yep. So we had, you know, uh Suchek, um, Noble and Rice.
2: All basically All doing the same thing. All doing but the same thing. Do, none of them doing incredibly uh, and well. All a no. bit and
1: all a bit not not you know, none of them with real kind of pace. And so Yeah. The, the, the kind of the nippy front front four of of um, Man City just kind of ran rings around us. We we, pl- we you know we kept it tight at the back and we and we plugged away and there was a lot of manful defending and, and Rice to be fair to him did kind of really come alive second in the half. second half yeah. and had an excellent second half and he was intercepting he was getting his foot in and he made some good runs, um, but you know.
0: Yeah. I think it was hard. It's, it's difficult for Moyes because I mean there are just he, he. I think it's got. It's a very unbalanced squad he's inherited, and with some uh, catastrophically underperforming footballers in it. Yeah. And and I, but I do think that there were four players that you could repl- could have replaced two of those players, and I think we'd have still lost two 0 but maybe given them more to think about up front. And I think out of sort of. Um, uh, Rice, Noble, Snodgrass and Antonio, two of those guys could have been... Yeah. Anderson and Bowen, yeah, I,
1: I or yeah, even Anderson and Allaire. But I definitely you know. agree about Bowen starting. I think it was a chance to have just yeah. let him go mm. on. Yes, yeah. you know, got nothing to lose, lad. No one's going to blame you if you yeah. don't have a great game. Just
2: you know, it can't be worse than what we've been doing recent. You and you know, he, get, he, start, he started, he started uh, Masuaku and Cresswell. You know, that's, yeah. that's two left backs. Yeah. Well, okay. it was a back five. It was. It, was, yeah. it wasn't
1: even. It was, it was even. In, well, I suppose you know, Fredericks went on a run and then got injured. Um, you know um it it was about 5 and and it, it, the comment he made about goal difference after the game was very telling i think it was it was a damage limitation exercise from the start um, and in that sense, you know, I suppose it's about if you travel all that way to see a game, yeah. you're bat- and your team is set up not to win the game, mm. it is a disappointing thing.
2: Yeah. And But I, um, I, I take the point of the goal difference, you know, that's the motivation. But what about the mentality of the players and what about their morale? Yes, because exactly. I don't know, I'm not a psychologist, but it would be interesting to see what the morale would be like after going there and giving it a go and coming back having lost 3-2. I bet the morale, mm. you know the day after Liverpool game yeah. in the training ground is a lot better than the day after, you yeah. know, playing an, uh, a back 11 yeah. against Man yeah. City. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah So would, just yeah. go there and give it a go. And I think actually City were there for the taking more than Liverpool because they, they missed about five chances. They did, yeah. And I think if we had that counter-attacking ability that we had at Liverpool, I think that they were there for the taking. Well, well, yeah, if, but I we mean, never got a chance yeah. to exploit it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, if we and, had... and,
1: and the goal was so, yeah, the first goal was so soft. You know, so another soft. goal from a set piece. You know, how many we... Which gives us about eight or nine goals, I think, Mm. from corners this season. Um, It's still, it's still happening, isn't it? You know. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, the Rodri... The, the Rodri one was very good. I mean, I, I think you've got to sort of write that. It was uh, a... was you a good set, so. piece. Po- sort of that yeah. near-post-glancing yeah. header. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. sort of, you know, those are hard to do, and he just got it in the right spot. I mean, looped yeah, yeah. in that top mm-hmm. corner, didn't it? Uh, I mean, I, you know, I think there's not much we could have done about that. Uh, conversely, at the other end, we had chances, and, um, you know, the, the enigma of it is Antonio. I mean, the, he had two at least three crosses that i mean they just went out for a throw-in mm. for the other team you know they just and a shot that went into the upper tier mm-hmm. of the
2: stand i i i'm always incredibly uh soft on players that like antonio who have been overexerted, and i understand why when they get into positions where they should just be slotting at home they're probably not Because they are knackered.
0: knackered. He's been
2: closing people, and people will stand in the the stands and go, "He should be doing this. He should be doing that." You know, I'm 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 out of breath after running for the bus, and he's closing down. He's running. He's you know, he's he's knackered. He is completely knackered. So when that ball does come in, or he's got to do something quite basic, I'm I'm always quite compassionate about the fact that he messes up because you know what? He's shattered. He's been overexerted, and he's and that's why he keeps getting injured because he's doing four people's jobs up front.
0: Yeah, I mean, when he works best was I mean, probably one of his best spells was in the uh, uh, the last season at Upton Park, where he took over from Victor Moses doing almost exactly the same job, which is we, we kind of had uh, nine outfield players in a kind of system. And then sort of a maverick on one of the fl- flanks that yeah. just ran at the defence. Very similar players. I like, used to call Moses a bit of a self-starter. He mm. would often start a move and almost end it. And it was nearly always... A sort of fast, muscular yes. run yes. Straight at the other team's penalty area And that's very much what sort of Antonio does And and there were lots of technical players around him Obviously you had, had Pae And Lanzini You know, Sacco up front uh, You had Cresswell and uh, Jenkinson at their best mm. And... Um, You you sort of had him as a weird sort of luxury player, and I mean I think that's his best role really is sort of unpredictable run at them, possibly on one of the flanks, yeah, and that's sort of of his job. Disciplined on his own up front, kind
1: of leading the line. You know he does it. He he, he, you know and he he tries manfully to do it, but it's not what he's cut out
0: to do. No,
1: no. It's like what you were saying, using players in their best in their best position. It's not the best way. To utilize him no. but it's a sad indictment of the collapse of Halaire in terms of form and confidence That's... that he's having to do it because we bought a guy to do exactly that role, he's got all the, the kind of physical attributes to do to that role We've actually seen him in one or two games. Do it yeah.
2: really well. So
1: uh, you know, it, it's it's a real shame what's
2: happened with him. Hall um, is at his best when he's got people up there with him and around him. Yeah, he needs, yeah, he, needs to, he needs yeah he, he needs, need, people, he needs, well, he needs
1: people. like Antonio and Bowen getting okay. alongside right. him and, and um, making
2: runs. You know, I, I it always makes me smile when we we or other teams sign players from a club who are playing two up front or three at the back or whatever it might be, mm. and then you sign them and put them in a different system and go, well, they're completely different to what they were yeah. like at the other club. Yeah. Of course they are. He had a strike partner. Yeah, Yeah. Hernandez. It's, do you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, he's now by himself with no one near him. But he got 40, whatever. Yeah, of course he did. He had a strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You can't put someone in a completely different system and expect them to reproduce what they did. No, exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Um, You know, which makes you
1: so many question marks over so much of the transfer policy over recent years that, you know, and it's another one, isn't it? Um, Yes,
0: but it was it was sort of you know it it, it was interesting i mean his yeah post match interviews about goal difference mm-hmm. you know made sense and stuff it was it was yeah my my abiding feeling was that we could have re- replaced two of the players we had out there with two different players and would have probably lost by the same margin but just given city more to think about up front because you know you're sort of um you know attack is your first line of defense if 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 you're sort of attacking part of the pitch is 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 you know has the ball for has a bit of possession for one mm-hmm. that, that is in its own right sort yeah. of defending it you can't it was, just soak it up it's like we went yeah. there to like try and sort of uh sit back and soak up the coin toss at the beginning of the game yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. If we can just yeah. get through the coin toss just soak up the pressure and just yeah. survive this yeah. coin yeah. toss then we can stop <laughs> then we can see if we can survive the kickoff it was just like you know uh yeah. really was very defensive um and i think the you know that said i i sort of understand it but Mm. but you know it it, it also you know a lot of his reliable workhorses that he's going i trust these guys they'll work hard are guys in their 30s antonio Antonio, noble snodgrass yeah uh ogbonna Mm -hmm. cresswell yeah there's five players in their 30s in in the starting lineup you know um, and, and, yeah, they're reliable, they're good, because they're experienced, they're good experienced footballers, but, you know, I mean, you've got Manchester City sort of running at you and stuff, it's like they're not going to be the guys for that. So, so yeah, um, maybe we'll take a little break now and talk about the uh, Liverpool game afterwards. Uh, so we'll be back after this. Welcome back. Uh, in our uh, odyssey of zero <laughs> points, uh, have we we've we've closed out our thoughts about the uh, city game, haven't yeah. we? But oh God, yeah. I mean, honestly though, that moment with with Bowen and his sheer shock, uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, like a professional footballer. Fave. You know, sometimes Masuaku is like a guy that sort of learnt football in his back garden, watching videos like like the Scott Parker ball-juggling, you know, advert for McDonald's, Burger King? Who's that advert for? He did that. Um, uh, And, you know, watching sort of ball-juggling, because he's full of tricks and he's really good, but sometimes it's like he's never actually seen a football match. He's just seen lots of videos of skills, and he doesn't know what happens in a football match. Sometimes it's just the things he doesn't... Do and no like he, football quite, brain. he quite often doesn't do the second half of a give and go. It's like he doesn't get that crossing over with your mm. if he's at left back, doesn't get that crossing over with his left winger, or vice versa, if he's in front of Cresswell. You know, he just, it's like he doesn't know what an overlap is and has never seen one and doesn't know what he needs he to play with people. In the,
1: you in, in, in days gone by, it was quite common for a sort of, uh, for for footballers to sort point where they wanted the ball or yeah, point yeah, where yeah, to go. Yeah. He, he, Jared's going to just have to learn to point where he has to go. People have to,
0: people need to tell him. Perhaps, uh, um, in the game,
1: <laughs> he
2: needs could be coached along. He needs he needs his dad on the sidelines telling him what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah you yeah. know
0: when that marathon runner broke the world marathon record, and they had a kind of laser grid in front of him saying where he had to go um, to oh, yeah, to that keep them. With that to keep in time with right. the world record attempt, uh, Maybe Moyes needs a laser pointer to just... Or Kevin Nolan. Let's he, give Kevin Nolan a laser just to put it, point at it in front of the pitch for, for where He uh, could, could,
2: he could
1: wear a hat with one of the little earpieces that the American quarterbacks have in the... Somebody could kind of just tell him in his ear where to, where to go, where to run. Constant
2: direction. Where I don't to be. know.
0: I mean, it probably breaks a lot of FIFA rules, but putting a bell in the ball... Putting a bell in the ball (laughs) like um, when they have blind football matches. Yeah. Yeah. When they one. when when they have football matches with blind people, they put a bell in the ball, and that perhaps there could be some kind of bell in the ball system, or put Masewaku in a ball like a hamster <laughs> ball. <laughs> a yes, pers- we could put a, a giant, giant
1: magnet under the pitch at the and put him and, and 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 put metal in his boots, like like that game you used to play where you moved yeah, yeah, yeah. magnetic players around the. Maybe somebody could just
0: move him remotely. Could he have a, like a metal rod up his back, and there would be an <laughs> like electric and an electric? (laughs) Grid above the whole stadium, suspended. Yeah, those cameras that move around. Yeah, like yeah, like like, like a dodgem car or something like that. We could do any of those things would help. Something, yeah, something, like something, something, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. But it was just a moment when you thought, oh, Bowen, you don't know what you've come to. You don't know what you've come to. We've got two forty-five million-pound players. One's utterly stripped of confidence, and one's kind of wants to go back. Germany <laughs> uh, in the next transfer window, and you know, Lanzini's not the player he was last season. No, he's and, you know, uh, though, though, I'm sure Lanzini's. There's nothing psychological. It's just like he's come back from a bad injury, uh, and, and you know, and you know, Maseraku is Masaraku and, and you know, Antonio's just got half the skill skill set of a of a footballer, even though that half is extremely good. Uh, he doesn't have the second, and you know. Um, while I,
1: I obviously don't hold the view that you uh, you accuse me of holding at the start, obviously about Fabianski, I would say that since coming back from his injury, he hasn't been very good.
0: Post injury, Fabianski yeah. is a bit because um, the two errors against Brighton, because cause, cause, yeah. Jim, you, you you know the sort of that misunderstanding between Diop and Alf Bonner, you were saying. It's a little bit Fabianski as well because he's yeah. sort of in the area to come. For oh, that. I thought that. And I thought I, think, I thought he shared a bit yeah. of the blame for that. Definitely. Well, I think you know, both defenders yeah. think he's going yeah. yeah, to come and clear for so it. So then they delay and then they do a bit of Laurel and Hardyish after you, no, after you, yeah. between themselves. So it's all three. Of but them while they, they
2: were doing that, he could have just come and taken it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And and similarly, you know, uh, for the. The punch against a Bonner that goes in.
1: Um, well. The first goal against Liverpool was the kind of... For a while, Rob Green went through a period where he seemed to have saved the ball into the net. You know, he, mm-hmm. he kept... There was, a, there was a period, I don't know, it was after he made his England howler, I think, um, where, where Rob Green had a, just a slightly less good period of time where uh, he kept getting to the ball and not keeping it out. Mm. And it was one of those ones where he really, really got to the ball. He made, in effect, he made the save, didn't he? He just saved it into the net. Mm, mm. Um, and then the... I mean, obviously, the, you know, It technique. was catastrophic, yeah. wasn't it? I mean, that's yeah. just basic... Meat and potatoes. Rubbish yeah, technique, yeah. you know. Very similar to, the, actually, the mistake that Green yes, made Yes, I mean, I think
0: something. he's... Um, um, he's never been the best kicker in the world, but I think, you know, the... Because the, he injured himself kicking... Uh, yes. You remember yes. when he in- yes. injured himself kicking, and uh, um, his kicking has not been great. And then there's been these sort of mistakes as well. You know, I, I yeah, he, he, he's he's not going to do that every week, and he's going to have plenty of good performances. But he's not quite the keeper he was before. His no,
1: there's, and I think it's a confidence thing through the through the team. And we do have to, kick... you know, the injuries thing just runs on and on, doesn't it? The, you know, uh, Fredericks again. Mm. Um, and, and Suchek, Suchek. who yeah. has apparently never had a major injury in his entire career uh, and in his third game for West Ham has. Uh, yeah. pulls a muscle so something's up isn't it, it you know it's, it's just another and it's been up for a long time it's not down necessarily to any it doesn't seem to be down to a particular um, physio regime or, 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 or backroom staff does it because, because it's carried on is it People could say something about the training surfaces at, mm. R- at Rush Green, don't they? And say they're, they're bad. Um, I don't know enough about it. I no. don't know if that's the case. Mm. Um, but we seem to suffer more than our fair share of that kind of injury, you know.
2: Yeah. Um, and I it's know. been prolonged. It's not like, as you say, so it's been through different playing styles, different yeah. managers. Yeah. yeah. Um, Muscular injuries. Not muscly, people yeah. getting kicked yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. Just
1: kind of pulls, loads of them. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm trying
0: to think of. I'm trying to think of other players that we bought and immediately got injured. We've bought several injured players, haven't we? Uh, Richard Hall, Simon Webster. You know, we bought and they immediately didn't play. Yes. Uh, they got sort of injured in yeah. the summer yeah. before. And also, I think we've. Weren't both sort of Lucas Neal and Matthew Upson when when they were bought at the end of the Kerbishley season to sort of try and keep us up? They were sort of not ready. Maybe, you might be right, yeah. Neither neither of them were completely fit and... Maybe he got injured earlier I can't quite remember The sort of chronology Of that yeah. But um, um,
1: But on the On the bright side uh, Until he got injured I thought Suchek Was our best our Best player in the part I mean I thought He was looking yeah. Really good Against Liverpool He ran around a lot Against yeah, Man little, City that stats there's To that, that effect, that effect yeah. But not necessarily Very effectively None. I mean he just ran around yeah. a lot but it, against Liverpool he was breaking, p- breaking things yeah. up but he was also using the ball well and looking up and getting his and and, and also getting into the box mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you know our first couple of attacks against Liverpool we actually got three or four men into the box pretty pretty quickly which, which, that hasn't been happening and uh and I would say the other really bright spot once again was Ngakia that um oh yeah. at right back mm-hmm. he just to me, he looks like a player. I mean, he's mm. good with the ball. He, he, he's, he's quick. Um, he's defensive for a young lad. His defensive positioning's pretty good. Um, he's got uh, a little, for a you know, little tiddler, he's, confident. he's got a
0: bit of a grit, grit about him. Once yeah. he grew into the game in Liverpool, he really clattered someone, didn't he? Yeah. And I think yeah. he got carded. Yeah. Uh, I think he got carded yeah, up done, at Anfield yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he yeah, just, yeah. Uh, you know, sort of left his foot in on someone just to kind of say, you know, I'm here. Yeah. And, he, and he looks quite a kind of genteel so, little guy. And with Frederick's
1: out, I mean, he's presumably going to have a run. I, I hope yeah. he has a run there. You know, he needs to, needs to have yeah. a run, I think yeah, yeah. he looks pretty decent, to yeah. be honest. And he wants to get forward as well. Yeah. And he, mm-hmm. he joins the tax. Yeah, you know? he
2: wants to play. He, lo- he looks like he's got all of the basics that we're yeah. speaking yeah. about. He's yeah. got He's. Yeah. Some pace, good yeah. decision making, throw-ins. <laughs> he, needs to, yeah. he needs to improve his yeah. throwing. But you apart
1: know. from that, no, uh, I think you're right. I think and he's, he's got he's that good. thing
0: that you know you want to see from a young player because you're only really going to see it for a year or two, which is just enthusiasm. Yeah. I want to make my mark. You know? No fear. I, I think I've sort of you know uh, I never thought I'd be talking about this again, but but in the first season in the uh, in the new stadium, I just. You know, Edmilson Fernandes and Ashley Fletcher were both young footballers, Mm. but they just kept their head down, did their job. You know, I'm going, oh, come on, lads, it's just like you're 19 yeah. or something. Run around, run around, you know. And they just kept, kept through the paces. Yeah, sort of solid professional, whereas you want a bit of that, you know, socks yeah. rolled down, running till they're knackered, you know.
1: I want to see, see him and, and Bowen on the right-hand side against oh, yeah. Southampton. And, you know, there's a bit of pace and a bit of energy then. Um uh, you know It's such an important game This one and, Yeah that's coming
0: up You know I mean there, there must be A bit of sort of um, uh, Confidence after that Liverpool game It was a sort of You know I mean Sort of catastrophic blunders I mean I I didn't I didn't even see TV coverage of it I just saw Um I listened to some of it on the radio and saw those text alerts from the BBC. Um, but, you know, there, we, we had a couple of chances at the other end as well. There was yeah. a, I think on the radio, it yeah. sounded like there was a kind of, you know, almost point blank one from Antonio that he hit straight at the keeper. Um, mm. Yeah, I think he other thought other he intents. was
2: offside, but he wasn't. Um, oh, right. And then Bowen, right at the end, went yeah. through.
1: Yeah, I nearly did everything right. I yeah. mean, you yeah, know, just hit the goalkeeper's head, didn't he? It wasn't yeah. he didn't quite get him. He made the, the goalkeeper made himself big, as yeah. they say. Yeah, uh, and he did just didn't quite get the elevation on but his the, chip. But the,
2: but the run is but you the know, run was the exactly run is, what he wanted to see. And to be you, yeah. fair,
1: great pass from Antonio, beautifully weighted yeah. pass. You know, right into his run. Yeah, uh, all he had to do was just kind of chip the keeper as yeah. well. But that's easier said than done. And, and
2: I, I really feel the game changed when Haller came on and and I, it pains me to say it cuz i really want him to do well mm. but putting him in the middle and then Antonio out wide, you yeah. lose that pace and aggression yeah. in closing down the centre-backs and then Liverpool mm. just start playing through the middle yeah. and Haller's just standing there, you know, looking no, yeah, around, kind of going, to, you know. Yeah. And I think that was when the the, the, the screw really started to turn yeah. um, because, and obviously Suchet going off did not help. Mm-hmm. Although now's played well. Thornau's, mm. what has the guy got to do to just get in the like, team? Moyes
1: doesn't seem to fancy him. It's a bit weird.
2: Really weird because... Well, maybe after the goal, he will, you know. I, I, I just think Moise has been in long enough now to see some consistency in a way of playing, and I'm not seeing it. Two games, literally City and Liverpool, we look like two different teams. Mm. The game before that, we look different. You know, a team like Bournemouth, no matter where they go, they play like Bournemouth. You mm. know how Bournemouth are going to play. A little bit more conservatively or not, but Bournemouth play like Bournemouth. Moyes has been in long enough now to have established his way of playing.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. And, 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 and kind of just, I just want to see some key kind of characteristics of, I know, I have no confidence or inkling of what the lineup's going to be or no. how we're going to play. We're still kind of well, working ha- it out. I,
1: I think, yeah, I, I agree. And, I, and I've, I've been certainly so far kind of, kind of less encouraged by by Moyes this time around than, than, than the first time around. But I think he has had as you said earlier Phil, quite a few difficult things to contend with in terms of both injuries and um, also the kind of just disruption to fixtures and the and, and the kind of the way the fixtures have have panned out um, it 's pretty clear, and he made that clear in the comments after the um, Liverpool game um, that he 's been looking at this this ele- this run of eleven games to the end of the season now mm-hmm. it 's make or break isn 't it you you know the, those those games against Man City and Liverpool, was, we said free hits. He decided to do damage limitation mm-hmm. with City, possibly with the thought that the Liverpool game was coming up. Having played Liverpool at home, and actually, you know, didn't do too badly against him yeah. at home either. He he sort of thought, right? He identified maybe that's the one we'll try and nick nick something. Mm. That's what it looked like. Um, uh, now it's huge, because if we don't get something at Southampton, we then have a run of, uh, I don't know the exact order, but Arsenal, but Arsenal, Arsenal Chelsea, Spurs, Spurs yeah. Wolves, yeah. Yeah. before we then play uh, then a run of games against relegation rivals, yeah. as it were. And the problem is, if we if we end up with next to nothing from that run of games after Southampton, we are going to be probably, we'll be 19th if not, or 20th. If not yeah. yeah, we'll be 19th or 20th, yeah. depending on what Norwich... Are, have done and then as we all know even though you might be starting to hit a bit of form or you might you might be these might be winnable games there's such pressure on each one of them um, that they're not like you'd expect a home game against Burnley to be or an no. away game against Norwich to be it mm. becomes a much much high more high pressure thing and you don't you don't put a run together of four wins in a row in those circumstances. It's very unusual. So no, it is. I mean, you know, it's very I think hard for I me. Mean, we still th- deep in the doo doo.
0: Yes, me too. Yes, and, so but he's so. also just got these players that are, you know, again, with the sort of consistency of a like a starting lineup. He's just got a collection of players that don't do what they say on the tin. Yeah. He's got a forty-five million pound Brazilian who just doesn't seem mm. to sort of. He I, mean, was I was frustrating was ab- first half against Liverpool. Yes, I heard he was. I yeah. uh, heard he was better in the second half. He and, was. Yeah, yeah, he was growing into um, it. And you know, Moyes has said in the paper that he wants, you know, he wants Anderson to be our new Ar- Ar- Arnautovic and stuff. It's like, you know Arnautovic Quando- having a sort of a relatively bad game was still quite good, you know, yeah. and and we have players that if they're having a bad game like Allaire he might as well not be on the field. It's so bad. Then this guy's a forty five million pound footballer. Yeah, he, just goes he might it. as well not be there. And similarly with Anderson, I mean I, I you know I really you know, Anderson's just got the chops to be a fantastic footballer. Uh, but he, something's, you know, the psychology of him. I mean, I I, I was thinking, should we cash in in the mm. sort of transfer window? Because at the moment, Four Now's is as good, is as useful as Anderson. Lanzini's as useful as Anderson. Um, Anderson is his Best is better than both of those guys, but we're not seeing his best. We're not and, seeing yeah, the best, and, and you know, hopefully, he's had a break. He's sort of he's had his injury. He had a good rest. He's just played half a game of football in the last couple of weeks, and and you know, he was better the second half. Of, you know, yeah he, surface, so he, yeah, he was definitely
1: yeah, he was definitely warming to the task. There's no there's no question. He has got quality. We've seen it. Mm. You know, so he you know he's uh, he can produce something. So you've got it. You've got a You've got a, you've got a Throw the dice with him, haven't you? You can't, you mm, can't mm. You've, got, you've got him, you've got to say, Look, go out and do it, mate. So, I would definitely want to see Antonio, Bowen, Anderson as a front three against mm. Southampton, and I'll actually four now as in behind them. And then, and then it's got Suchek's not going to play, obviously, so it's got no. Rice and Noble as yeah. behind them, I think. Yeah, um, and then the back four, um. You know, uh, the back four played well against Liverpool. To be fair, I thought, yeah. and, I think, and to be the centre halves didn't do bad against City either. To, no, no, they to be didn't. No, honestly,
2: no, no. Depended pretty know. well. I think he's got to keep the back four now. For me, that's that's his back yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Especially going into the runner games you yeah. were just speaking about. Yeah. That's yeah. the back four and build that yeah. confidence. I with think them. if you have
1: Masuaku at all, he's a kind of
2: wild card to, you, to chuck yeah. in as
0: a wide man to yeah. it, to run at defenders. You know when they're tired.
2: Yeah.
1: But
0: against Bournemouth, Masuaku came on as a sort of utility substitute, and in fact, sort of took he up a position kind of in the middle, kind of, in the middle of, yeah. of the park and yeah. was really good because he's he, his range of passing and his um, his ability to trap quite a fast moving ball. He can pull it out of the air. He's he's a he's real footballer. He's got skills. He's got mm. no football brain. He just yeah. has no, no idea he not how the game's played. Yeah. You know, a, he's a sort of quite talent. And um he looked really good in that sort of central midfield uh, you know not with no defensive duties or yeah. kind of um you know running duties, but just being sort of spraying the ball. I'd, about.
2: I'd I'd look quite good playing in that yes. game with with three nil up. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think yeah, with the pressure yeah. off, then you get yeah. to then see yeah. players like him, the pressure's off. He can start yeah. kind of the flair comes into its own. But yeah. when yeah. your back's against the wall and you need someone to be switched wow. on at left back, you know, yeah. Yeah. Do, doing, yeah, the, doing the well, basics, yeah. I don't necessarily think yeah. that's well, where he comes to the fore. Antonio
1: absolutely terrorised the Southampton defence away. So hopefully that's still in their yeah. memory. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that might create a bit of space for, for Bowen and, and Anderson to exploit. But Fornells has got. I mean, he's got to give Fornells a, a, a run of games because Fornells was playing pretty well until yeah. until Moyes turned
0: up and then decided not to not to put him in the team. I mean, it's difficult because he's, he's not he's not pacey. He's not a striker. He's not pacey. I mean, we were, tr- we were trying him sort of on the wing and Antonio on the other wing, or him on one wing and Snodgrass on the other wing for a yeah, while. But he, so he's kind of a makeshift winger. No, he's he doesn't not have the he, pace of the He's not
1: pacey, but he's pacier than Snodgrass or Lanzini, um, yeah. I think. And, and actually, he got into some really good positions. He made one fantastic, similar to Boat. He made one fantastic one, was wide open, and you know, Antonio didn't look up and didn't play the pass. Mm, um, but mm. uh, he was in. He, mm. if, if any 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 ball through behind the uh, center half, and he was in on goal. And yeah. he could see. He was really frustrated that he'd, he's he'd, a he's he's you know, an intelligent footballer. He's a he's qualities. He's yeah. full full Spanish international. Yeah, goal, yeah. you know? yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, in, you know, people. Yeah. There was a recently a kind of a uh, sort of YouTube clip of him and a sort of fury about this is who Moyes isn't picking, and he's doing some incredibly tricksy stuff in this clip, but nothing like we've seen on the pitch. And I sort of felt I mean, nearly facetiously posted, OK, we'll, we'll, we'll pick nine outfield players and this YouTube clip for the next game <laughs> then, shall we? Because I haven't <laughs> seen him do anything like he's doing in this YouTube clip in a Clarence Blue shirt. So, you know, whatever it is you're imagining um, is not... I happening. think
1: he's taken time to settle. I think he yeah. took time to settle. He certainly we didn't see the best of him... Uh, and I don't think we have seen the best of him yet, but um, I, I, I think he's growing into it. You know, he's on a slow, slow upward curve. And he looked good coming on against Liverpool and he got in a good position to score the goal. Um, you know, shanked it in, but, you know, mm-hmm. he went in. went in.
2: And I think, you know, that's why he's got to stay in the team. And that's yeah, yeah. why I wanted Bowen in the team because yeah. we, we can't expect Bowen to now just turn up at Southampton, make his full debut and be Great yeah. if he's not played the last two games, yeah. and the same yeah. with four yeah. Consistency is so important.
0: Yeah. It's again, it's a bit you know, it's, it's a little bit to do with our sort of transfer policy. And we've sort of said this before is that we've just got this squad of n- people that sort of would like to be number 10, really. Yeah. Fornals feels like he's a sort of he's someone who you probably need to give a lot of the ball to to be a bit of a playmaker. So's Lanzini. So's uh, Philippe Anderson, mm-hmm. so's Jack Wilshire. Yep. <laughs> so arguably, if nature had taken its course, is Jack, is uh, um, Noble. Noble mm. feels like, you know, mm. although his lack of ability to turn and one-footedness might make him a sort of a bad, literally a number 10, but he's he's actually a sort of an advanced... Well,
1: and weirdly, even though we didn't really think he was, it turns out that sort of Suchek is an advanced... Yeah. Further, yeah, he gets really, forward, yeah. Even though yeah. he's tall, he's... And, you know, one
0: of Snodgrass's yeah. best periods of football was that Hull played as a number 10, sort of yeah. linchpin player that everything goes through. Yeah. So it's like we've just got this squad of people that go, oh, I'd like to sort of be number 10, really. And it feels like sort of putting him in a position where he sees a lot of the ball is 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 where you want, you yeah. know, for nows, but in a way also Anderson, uh, you know. And so mm. it's a, I think they a can both idea.
2: play wide until they have to track mm. back. Yeah, and that's when the kind of you see the wheels come off because they're going. Well, I like to get forward. I'm a flair player. Yeah. I'm an attacking player, and I've spent more time in in, in in my you know half or my back third of the pitch. Yeah.
1: yeah. Although I, I mean, to be fair to Anderson, he does he, do that. he does do he that work. No, he yeah.
2: does. He does do that work. He does he track, and, and, but I don't think that's where he puts puts wants to be. No, absolutely. No. No, and I think no, again, no. that will just no. then make him feel yeah. quite disenfranchised um, about. Being attacking and having that flair when I spend the majority of the time tracking. I
1: think that that flair tag thing actually sits a bit heavily on on him in some respects, that Mm. he feels he's expected to do something special every time he gets the ball. And he does try and... You know, put in those. He tries the Hollywood passes, doesn't he? Try. You yeah. I mean, he's always trying things, but very often they're a little bit hopeful. And there's a kind of and sometimes kind of, in the wrong you know, position.
2: He did it a couple yeah. of times at Liverpool in the center yeah. of the park, where he kind of should have just been playing a simple pass, but instead yeah. he was trying yeah. to turn out or. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's also the question of the right sort of runs for him to pick out, and perhaps mm. Bowen will be yep. will supply and really those runs. Think yeah. know, I think often, often yep. players are made to look bad in their passing because the runs are not happening yeah. that they're expecting. Uh, that I, I think that's why so Zuczek
2: looked so good because yeah. there was runs up front and we yeah. were yeah. Just breaking forwards, yeah. and he had options. It makes a massive yeah, yeah. difference. Yeah. Makes a massive difference. All
1: right,
0: we, uh, we, we just do predictions. We may like. have to wrap this up now. Mm. Uh, uh, time is ticking away. So it's predictions for uh, the Southampton game. We're
2: all going. Are we? Yes, going? yes, yes. yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to try yeah. my hardest to be there. Right, Childcare right. is always a uh, with a uh, five year old. It's yeah, always yeah. kind of uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we, we toss a coin. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, try my hardest.
0: Yeah. What do we think, Jim? Well, um, I've,
1: I've I've got to be uh, try and be optimistic. I, I think it's I think it is not quite must win game, but it's 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 pretty close to it. Um, and I think the crowd will be up for it. I think everyone knows the, knows the score. Um, I'm sure the protests will go on outside, but then when we're in the stadium, I think the team, the sports, will get behind the team. I think they'll get a lift. I want to see Bowen start. I've got debut goal for Bowen and we'll win 2-1. 2-1.
2: Kev, what do you reckon? I think uh, he's not going to drop Snodgrass, despite our prediction of the starting Mm. line. I think Snodgrass will be in the team and I think it will be to the benefit for the energy that he brings. Um, But I'm going for a 3-1 win. 3-1. 3-1. With a bow bowing goal. Yeah.
0: Tempted by 3-1. Um, OK. If I can't have 3-1, I'm going to have 3-2 then. 3-2. We win it 3-2. It's going to be a nerve jangler. Yeah, yeah. I can sort of see us sort of, you know... It's not throwing it away because we'll still win it, but, I, you know, I think we have sort of be comfortably 3-1 up for, you know, a long time. Then they score another one, and then it's all really yeah. nervy for the last Did they you know, win it ten at the weekend? Minutes. Did they win? Are they on, 30, what, are they on 34 points? Are they? I, believe I can't remember what they did at the weekend. Um, I can't remember now. Can't remember. If
1: they did, and if they are... I think that's to our benefit, actually, because yeah. yeah. you, you got thirty-four points now. You're not going to be. They're, not, they're, they're all right. They're not going to yeah. be in the in the mix, and they might think that.
0: All right, yeah. uh, this has been this week's stop hammer time. My name is Phil Wheelands. With me being Jim Grant, Cheerio, and Kevin J. Thanks for having me. Come on, you irons.
1: This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at West Ham podcast